Hi, welcome to another episode of the Autism Everyday Podcast. We are your hosts, Swati and Geeta. So today we're going to talk about something that is spoken about a whole lot. Employment. Employment on the spectrum. Employment on the <laughs> spectrum, yeah. Employment on the spectrum in India. Yeah, in India, okay. <laughs> something that is spoken about, but something about which very little is done. And known, I think. Agreed. Yeah. So while we speak about people on the spectrum, we'd like to remind you that no two people on the autism spectrum are alike, which means that the disability that they experience at a workplace need not be the same. Mm-hmm. Every person on the spectrum has their own unique strengths and challenges. And in the course of our experience and our interaction and our research, we attempt to bring out this uniqueness and the struggles that they may share in common. So speaking about employment, we did some digging up. And interestingly, a majority of adults on the autism spectrum are employed in occupations that can involve cleaning a mall or cleaning a movie theater. Yeah, Um, a ticket checker at a movie theater or at a uh, stadium. In fact, we spoke to one of the adults, right, who... Who does this? Ashwin Kumar, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. At a stadium. Um, or sorting packaged items in a storehouse, uh, packaging in the storehouse, um, dishwashing in a restaurant, farming, uh, bagging groceries and stocking in a supermarket or a big store. Much smaller percentage of higher functioning adults on the spectrum earlier turned as Aspies or you know, individuals with Asperger's syndrome. Probably held uh, a job in the IT sector, mm-hmm. a job in banking, or sometimes a job as a scientist. Interesting. Yeah. So now the first question or thought that might come to your mind as you're listening to this podcast is, well, my kid is talking and he has many interests. Yeah. He loves a wide variety of topics and he surely can work as something different. He doesn't need to clean, you know, a supermarket or he doesn't mm-hmm. need to bag groceries. <laughs> Yeah. Now, if this sounds familiar, there are two problems with this thought or with this statement. Number one, there is pride in every sort of work, from cleaning to stacking dishes to packaging to checking tickets. The pride is in seeing your child being meaningfully engaged at a task that benefits the recipients and gives him a sense of purpose. Absolutely. That's an important point, right? It's not just about... The parents feeling um, happy that the child is engaged. But it's also that own person's self-esteem. Absolutely. If that's something he's good at and enjoys doing, so be it. Why not? Agreed. Secondly, we often forget that no matter what part of the spectrum your child is at, or rather, if I can put it this way, what his abilities or what his disabilities may be, he may experience difficulties with many of um, some of the things that we are going to list out right Mm, now. mm, mm. For one, interacting with others that goes beyond the basics or beyond just asking for what they want, which could involve answering complex questions. If somebody asks them something super complicated, being able to retrieve that information or, you know, to say, I don't know. Asking for relevant information yeah being able to show sympathy that's a tough one you know somebody your co-workers going through something or has lost a family member being able to know when to say something and when not to say something Mm, mm. 
and um, knowing <clears throat> how to interact with a customer or a client and understanding that it's distinctly different from you interacting with a colleague or a family member you need to know the those little rules and those little nuances of course they don't understand <clears throat> humor sarcasm uh, a question versus a remark or a comment right can be fairly challenging for a lot of individuals on the spectrum something rhetoric right mm, which mm, does not need to be answered answered while well, they may exhibit perfect understanding of the spoken word for most adults on the spectrum the more nuanced uses of languages and and the social appropriateness actually remains uh, quite a struggle and this impacts the relationship with neurotypical colleagues and can often actually leave them very isolated in the workplace and isolated in a workplace which you know has a million distractions oh like yes oh yes a phone buzzing the pling mm. of you know whatsapp texts somebody walking past you with piping hot coffee two people sitting across you engaged in a deep discussion on some movie they caught last night <laughs> being able to work regardless yeah despite all that's going on around you right exactly yeah working in unfamiliar environments with unfamiliar people um yeah like movie goers can can actually be a funny lot some some very loud some quiet um some spilling popcorn and rushing in at the last minute and spilling seasoning <laughs> everywhere i mean come on it'll have you sneezing <laughs> they may be in groups or in smaller numbers and they can often be chatty noisy and often you know ask you many things at once that can be quite a challenge time management and being flexible with time so anything to do with time right so these are two terribly different ends of the same concept of time first we have to teach them how to keep time using a watch or a reminder or an alarm of some kind and secondly we have to teach them how to be flexible about changing timings not every task that is supposed to be completed at 12 sharp will actually finish at 12 sharp so true yeah and sometimes a scheduled task might need extra time requiring them to work extra minutes can they take that change without breaking down when the clock strikes 12 or will it be a story of cinderella <laughs> can they understand that time is important mm-hmm. but also that it's a very very fluid concept and that's kind of contradictory right how do you uh, teach somebody to to kind of wrap the two extremes and to fall somewhere in the middle where you're completely flexible which brings us back to the question that has been haunting us what kind of employment opportunities do individuals on the spectrum have and what sort of skills do they need in order to be eligible to gain these opportunities so we looked up some research uh, research published in the journal of autism and developmental disorders indicates that employment opportunities are poor and outcomes of any form of employment be it self employed or being employed at an organization uh, the outcomes do turn out to be less than ideal mm-hmm. for a person on the autism spectrum and amongst other disabilities such as cerebral palsy intellectual disabilities or other physical disabilities autistic individuals exhibit the lowest rates of employment and for those that are currently in the workforce or are self employed jobs are on the lower end of the pay scale and mostly part time they work very few hours in a day and those those statistics do not 
sound very encouraging do they no no i think the the important bit is you know being employed mostly part time yeah right and th- th- these are all um this is research obviously that's not based in india no, this is research no. that is probably american i don't mm-hmm. know yeah it is <laughs> so that being said um there's a whole lot we can do as parents and as interventionists to change those outcomes in the next decade or two so mm. for the ones who are young today let's work to make them more gainfully employed in the future right so on that note what are some of the skills needed for a person on the spectrum to be employable the simple answer is whatever the job demands yeah <laughs> but then there are some skills that are necessary for every kind of job and what are they we're talking about personal hygiene meal time manners being able to ask for something eat it in in a socially appropriate way you know chew with your mouth closed, closed. <laughs> yeah make sure you're not spilling it everywhere exactly being able to clean up yeah. after your meal being able to ask for help being able to ask for a break in an appropriate way and to know when you can't ask for a break yeah, yeah. when there is a pressing deadline or a task that has to be completed or you have a customer at you know at the billing counter and you say i'm sorry i want a break that might not work having the ability to interact with colleagues and the ability to tolerate changes and delays yeah it never work it's never clockwork right it isn't yeah so no matter how intelligent the person is or what their iq level is at or how good they are at a particular task if some of these basic skills are missing then regardless of how good he is at his job it's not a job that the person can sustain yeah. he might be able to get the job but yeah. he's not going to be able to sustain no. it and it makes it hard on the person on the employer mm-hmm. and on on the you know other people in the workforce as well right it's not just the job that's going to suffer or just the person and of course as a culture we are very disdainful of anything that is not um a white collar job <laughs> right so even if a person um, you know earns only as much as a waiter in a restaurant would he would rather be working in a call center in an air conditioned office than in that restaurant and that i'm talking about you know typical individuals right right and this uh, this attitude holds good even if the person has a disability of some sort we we want them all to be white collar workers and it's also true that in india there is intense competition for any available job and that makes people with autism or any other disability a second choice for employers because there's just so many people out there who would so the grab same. that yeah. yeah yeah absolutely so what can we do for one can we together become more progressive thinkers and can we encourage the concept of gainful employment and not let it be restricted to a self employed business where your child may or may not work productively but you know what for the sake of society it would seem like he has a workplace to go to every day yeah yeah that's true so let's encourage the idea of skilling them to be employed at a job that keeps them mentally and physically stimulated and not restrict the sort of employment or job search to a white collar job or a self employed workspace just because 
Right. So the young adults have to sustain a lifetime of working and living, right? Let's keep that in mind. It's it's not about a year or six months. It's a lifetime. And we need to keep their interest and their strengths in mind or what we would ideally want them to do. I mean, it always takes me to, um, you know, how important a job housekeeping is. Mm-hmm. You ask a homemaker and you realize that the jobs that he or she does well in India it's mostly she uh, is to keep the house how important those those tasks are to keep the house running smoothly so what's wrong with our children learning to de- do these tasks somebody's got to keep the wheels running after all well said so on that note it's time for us to sign off we hope this podcast got you thinking write into us with your comments and your questions at wechallengeautism.com at gmail.com go check out our super awesome work at weekendindia.org and proactllp.com take care and bye